music, athletics, arts, and entertainment. The Desert Tiger Podcast with Colton Geschwader. You know, one of my favorite things about starting and hosting this podcast has probably got to be meeting all sorts of new and interesting people. Because I get to ask them questions about their crafts and the things that they do, and I get to bring those answers to you, the listener. Hello, my name is Colton Geschwantner, and this is episode 7 of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast, whether you are a returning listener or a new one. We are very thankful to have you here today on Tuesday, October the 31st, or whenever you are listening to the podcast. We hope you are having a great Halloween, or are planning to have a great Halloween, or did have a great Halloween. Whichever tense of your Halloween it is, we hope it was fantastic. We hope you either partied or got a lot of candy. And we hope that you are stuffing your face with that candy right now, or hopefully not recovering from too bad of a hangover. Today on the podcast, we have University of Regina Rams quarterback, Noah Picton. We talked to Noah today about where he learned the game of football and his start in football, transitioning from high school into the CIS level of play, and his recent success with the Rams, which includes winning the Heck Crichton Trophy in 2016. But before we get to Noah Picton, you know we need to talk to you about a few more things here on the podcast. Well, that's exciting. Did you catch how many times we said the phrase, that's exciting, on our episode 6 with Bellevue? Well, if you did, and maybe you happen to count how annoyingly many times we said it, if you did, you can send that answer on over to desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com and you can possibly win yourself a little bit of swag from the DTP if you get that answer right. You can maybe win a little bit of vinyl, maybe some CDs, maybe some merch. Alright, we have to give you a song of the day, which we do every episode here on the Desert Tiger Podcast. And for days like today, where we have an athlete or an author or somebody of the like, which is not a musician... We like to have somebody else featured for our song of the day. And to apply for that position, you can email us over here at the Desert Tiger Podcast at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com with the description of your band and a link to your song. Like No King did. No King is a alternative rock slash pop punk act out of Toronto, Ontario, and their song Anyway is very high energy and talks about some very youthful experiences like loss, moving on from someone, and realizing that you actually don't have things in common or no longer agree with each other. You can find No King if you enjoy their song Anyway by looking up No King the Band on either Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's right, it's the same on all three services, so that's nice and easy for you. We feel that this is a perfect song to give you with a college football player, as we feel it fits the college experience quite well. 
Alright, without wasting any more time, let's get into Anyway by No King. One of these days you're bound to see We really don't seem to quite agree about anything Anymore, anyway, anything Anymore, anyway to the Desert Tiger Podcast, University of Regina Rams quarterback, Noah Picton. Right on. Nice to be here. I'm excited. All right. Nice to have you as well. First thing, Soph, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Um, I got uh, class today. I got a midterm tomorrow I'm studying for, so it's been a busy day, but I'm doing well. Okay. What kind of classes are you taking? I'm studying business at the U of R, majoring in finance. Okay. Um, so... Just a uh, couple business courses. Um, that's that's keeping me busy. A little bit stressful, but I'm getting through them. 
Well, that's good to hear. Hopefully they're not holding you back from the football too much. No, it's a delicate balance between well, football and school, so it's it's tough to do, but I'm managing. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're able to balance it all together. How's the uh, current season going? I know that you guys are just coming off of a bye week now after a win. Yeah, uh, it's well. Right now we're 3-2, and two, um, our record going into next week, so it's it's good. We had a couple, couple tough games against uh, Manitoba and Calgary, but we... We feel like we're we're doing pretty well right now. I think we can continue to improve. So we have Edmonton this week. We travel up to Alberta, which is going to be a um, expecting to be a difficult game. But you know, I think if we practice well and, and execute, we'll be fine. Awesome. That's good to hear. I'm hoping that you guys can pull it together and pull off another big one. Yeah, no, I hope so too. All right. Let's start at the beginning. Where did you get to, like, where are your football beginnings? Where did you start playing? You know... Kind of football with me, it's always been a been a part of my life. Uh, my father, Dean, um, he was a, uh, a quarterback for the Rams back in the 1980s. And, you know, ever since I can remember, it's kind of been um, a football upbringing. You know, I remember watching it on TV with, with him and my family and then just kind of throwing around in the backyard with him. Uh, my first year of organized football would have been when I was probably eight years old. Um, and then, you know, since I began, I've always played quarterback. Uh, like okay. I mentioned with Dean, he was... It was almost like I had a personal uh, coach, QB coach at home. So, um, you know, funny enough, I've never actually played another position on the field. So it's been quarterback for me the whole way through. Um, and so I played on minor football here in the city. Um, I ended up going to Leboldis, uh, Dr. Martin Leboldis High School. Uh, played three years on the high school football team there. We ended up winning a provincial championship in grade 12. Awesome. So that was, that was one of my football highlights for sure. And then um, coming out of high school... Uh, the U of R was the only team that had recruited me, so um, that was my only option. So I, I wanted to go there since a ki- since I was a kid. Obviously, I was a big fan of the team, and then to kind of go and play for them was almost a dream come true. So I'm in now oh, my weird. my fourth year of eligibility with them. Your dad played for them too, did he not? He did, yeah, back in the 1980s. But they were a, a junior football team. It wasn't a, a university team back then. It was uh, the equivalent of the Regina Thunder now. Okay, in the city, yeah. So. Um, quite a few years ago, but yeah, he was kind of in the same position I was. So how is the uh, transition from the high school game been to the CIS Canada West type of the football? biggest The biggest difference um, is the speed of the game. Um, you know, in, in high school, you're going against some guys who are um, maybe new to football, just good athletes, and you know, they can be in grade 9, 10, or 11, um, 12, but when you get up to CIS, you realize that it's the best athletes uh, across the country that, you know, things are moving around a lot faster out there. The the throwing windows are a lot smaller. The defensive backs are uh, a lot better in that the, the coverage is, is kind of blanket coverage that you really have to put the ball um, in a sp- specific spot and you have to throw it on time. Otherwise, the, the defense are going to close on it and be able to make a play. So that was really the biggest adjustment for me. Okay. Did being redshirted for your first year and sharing the field on your second year help you sort of with fi- figuring out that timing? Or Yeah, absolutely was. You know, the redshirt um, season, It's while it's difficult to kind of be on the practice roster and not, and not be playing at all, It was I felt it was pretty imperative to the success that um some of the success that i've had because you you can kind of sit back and and work on your work on yourself physically getting really get in the weight room and and grow through that season and and become bigger faster stronger just so you can uh, be capable of playing uh that next season so i think um uh, while it was it was tough to sit on the bench in red shirt i look back now and i'm i'm really happy that i did because i think it it was a a huge factor in being able to 
um, adapt to, like you said, the the uh, the challenges that that came with uh, with college football. That's good to hear. So it sounds like you seem to really take to that since you broke the rookie yards record for Canada West with over two thousand. I did. I was. Um, I don't want to say fortunate because you know it would. I, the only reason I got on the field was because the the starting quarterback came and shutter uh, went down with injury. So. Mm. It was it was unfortunate for him, but I felt that um, you know if I prepared every week like I was going to be starting, um, if by chance that I got to go in the game, I felt that I could execute, and that's kind of how it played out. Um, you know, I, I got on the field. We obviously we had a lot of good receivers that season, so I knew that if I can just get rid of the ball and uh, and put the ball in their hands, they'd make the plays. So we were we were pretty lucky to have a um, fairly prolific passing offense that season, and and the the record end up did. Um, did happen that year, so it was good. It's fantastic. In 2015, you were finally handed the keys to the offense. What was that like? <clears throat> it was. It was. It was an honor. I, I, to be honest with you, you know, like I, I've kind of touched on uh, earlier in the segment that you know I grew up being a big fan of the Regina Rams, and I looked up to a lot of the, the quarterbacks that had played in the previous, um, previous years. You know the. The Daryl Leeson's, Teal Orbans, um, Mark Mueller. I looked up to all those guys, and to finally be the named the starting quarterback of the Regina Rams uh, was something that I kind of dreamt of as a kid. So it was pretty special to me. Uh, unfortunately, that year it didn't uh, go nearly as planned uh, as we had hoped, but um, nonetheless, uh, I had fun with it, and uh, it was a learning experience that 2015 season. Well, things definitely took a change for you the next year in 2016. <clears throat> The first Ram to ever bring home the HEC Crichton Trophy. Is that how it's pronounced? Or is Heck, it Heck Crichton. Heck, Heck Crichton. Heck Crichton. Yeah, okay, it's actually, I think it's a name. Yeah, no problem. Okay, over 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, and almost 70% completion rate. What led to such a successful season? You know, I think um, in 2015, we were, we were kind of known as a, uh, a, a ground-and-pound offense. We had a great running back that we we ran the ball with and then in 2016 we kind of revamped the the offense a little bit and, and realized that we have some good weapons um in the receiving corps that we could we could really utilize and and uh, the offensive coordinator mark mcconkey and i we kind of sat down in the summer and uh tried to put in i don't want to say a new playbook but put in some new systems that we felt that we could really surprise teams with and, and take advantage of some some weaknesses in the defenses and then you know we we got out there that year and and we just threw the ball and and uh it was effective we we just kind of rolled with it we spread out six receivers and just kind of had a heyday so similar to 2014 year we had great receivers who really made plays after the catch so the the record isn't really um just due to me i think it's really a, a testament to the guys that i had around me last season well it's good that the team is able to bring such quality talent to surround you with and to able to complement yeah, your game then absolutely uh, i think the uh the coaches do a great job of recruiting uh some of the best talent in the and the province and across western canada as well so i feel we uh we definitely have some of the best players around that's awesome um without giving too much of your secrets away what is the art of playing quarterback the art of playing quarterback hmm you know i think i think every quarterback has um the different um different advantages and, and utilize different um, tools that they have but you know for me personally I think the the edge or the art that I um, really take pride in is is um, understanding the defense and, and that comes from my film study I think I have a fairly strong understanding of um, not only football but defenses in particular and being a smaller guy 
Um, you know, physically I may not be able to dominate on the football field, but I feel uh, that mentally I can I can take advantage of, of defenses and, and get rid of the football on time. So I think that's kind of my um, edge or advantage that I bring to football and playing quarterback. Awesome. What is the training regimen like for you? <clears throat> it's, it's a full year uh, thing, 12 months of the year, um, you know, during uh, during season during football season, which is you know roughly three months or whatever it is, um, we'll be lifting maybe a couple times a week. But uh, then we just have our practices. But once we get in the off season, we're um, at the university gym at 6 a.m. four times a week. We have to lift. Uh, we lift weights for an hour and a half. Then we do our speed training after that, and then we also have to throw routes, quarterbacks and receivers as well. So. That happens for for roughly nine, eight or nine months of the season, um, or year, I guess I should say, and um, there's really, really no downtime. So it's it's a uh, a long off season for a short um, football season, but it makes it worth it when you have some success in the field. Awesome, that's great to hear. So let's go with the fantasy scenario here. Okay, it's 2018. <laughs> And say my team is looking for a quarterback and we're in the CFL draft. Besides the reasons you've already described, why do I want Noah Picton as my future quarterback? Why do you want Noah Picton? Um, you know, I think... <laughs> this, is, this is a good question. I must say, i got to say, I'm not a fantasy football player. It's burned me too many times that I don't play anymore. But if I were to, why you would want to pick me... Is, uh, is because I think I do a great job of, of getting the football into the playmaker's hands. Uh, you know, I don't try to do too much with the ball. Uh, I try to simplify it as much as possible, let those receivers rack up the yards. And, and uh, I think the, the stats the past two seasons have spoke for themselves. So uh, you can't deny the numbers. Uh, like they say, the numbers don't lie. So that's why you should pick me. All right. Do you hope to continue to follow your football dream into the CFL? Um, that's a really... That's a good question. Uh, right now, the Canadian quarterback debate is a, a big thing in the CFL right now, and you know I've been asked uh, about it a fair amount. And you know my kind of response to that is that I want to play football competitively at a high level for as long as I can. Um, I'm not one of the guys who's put all my eggs in one basket. In that it's it's CFL, pro football, or nothing for me. I think I, I take my education very seriously, and that's kind of um, I don't want to say backup plan because it's almost like my plan A. But if the opportunity to play in the CFL arises, um, I would be ecstatic to chase that. And if someone has um, confidence in me and gives me that opportunity, I'm going to go after it for sure. But uh, if it doesn't happen, which it's it's definitely definitely possible that it won't because it's tough to do, um, I feel very content with uh, my football career to date. So I think I'll play out my last uh, year and a half with the Rams. And I think if the CFL doesn't knock on the door, I'll be I'll be happy either way. Well, I'm glad to hear that you have a game plan set ahead for you no matter what the road brings, and I hope that the success of current Canadian quarterbacks in the CFL helps you get a little more noticed and helps Mm -hmm. you to make a team. Thank you. Um, No problem at all. If you do make a team, is there any team that you would have preference on? Is it still hometown or? I think I have. I think I'd be um, be dumb to say anybody but the Riders. Um, And you know, there's a couple reasons for that. One, obviously, uh, Regina kid, Saskatchewan kid. It's pretty 
pretty common to cheer for them growing up. So uh, to stay home and play for them would be ideal. But the second one would be that last year they drafted my cousin Mitchell, uh, Mm -hmm. who's a receiver who's kind of been my go-to guy throughout my football career. So if um, you know next year he'll he'll uh, be on the on the Riders, and if they happen to draft me, I'd be excited to throw the ball to him another year. So. Um, definitely the, the the Rough Riders would be my preferred team. Well, I know you guys had a very, very good connection beforehand before he ended up going to the Riders, so hopefully mm-hmm. that can end up becoming a thing again. Yeah, no, if uh, the Picton to Picton connection goes to the CFL, that'd be pretty cool, I think. I think so as well. So you've mentioned before that you were pretty happy ending up for the Rams. What is it like playing for your hometown and being so close to your family? I think um, to be able to be able to play in front of my family and close friends, um, you know, every home game, it's a, uh, it's a very sentimental, special thing to me to be able to look up in the stands or after the game and see them cheer me on and, and feel the, really feel the support that they, they have given me. Um, it's something I, it's tough to explain. You know, I can't, I couldn't imagine uh, going somewhere else and, and playing in front of a bunch of people that I don't really know. Um, one of my favorite things after the games is, is coming um, coming through the the tunnel and and seeing all my my family and giving hugs to everybody and like that, so um, it's something that I'll cherish for a long time. And it's I think it, those are the moments that you remember after the game. So it's a uh, a very special thing to play for the Rams uh, here in Regina and uh, and play in front of my family. That's good. You're very humble. Is that part of growing up in Saskatchewan as well? I think so. Growing up in Saskatchewan, it kind of seems to be a um, a common mindset amongst uh, most of us um, but then also uh, within my family too my my parents Dean and Don Ray have always kind of uh, preached to us to, to keep a level head stay humble and um, really don't get too high on yourself because uh, it's pretty easy to, to crash and burn if you get too too uh, hot-headed I guess it's good it's always good to have good role models to help you set the bar and kind of let you know that to keep yourself mm-hmm. in check and yeah Absolutely. Kind of let not let the ego take over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, let's get outside of football. What are your interests when you're not on the field? Hmm. You know, uh, well, like I mentioned, I I, I uh, take my school seriously. I wouldn't necessarily that I enjoy school. I think not many people, <laughs> not many people do. Well, um, hopefully you can transition it into something you yeah, can enjoy, right? <laughs> I think right. That's it's kind of a means to to a career that eventually I'll I'll take interest in. So. I think there's that. Um, you know, I'm a pretty normal, normal kid. I like video games with my my friends. You know, I'm um, kind of a retro gamer. I'm big into the N64, kind of the older older generation games and whatnot. So I'm not too up to date on the Xboxes or PS4s, but that's just kind of me. Um, you know, other than other than that, um, you know, I'd like I'd like to say I enjoy music but I'm I can't play any instruments unfortunately um I like a lot of different types of music so I think that's kind of something that not a lot of people would know about me but you know other than those things there's nothing too uh, out of the ordinary about Noah Picton it's it's a pretty pretty down-to-earth normal guy I like to think so all right well I'm glad to hear that yeah. thank you very much for joining us on the podcast thanks for having day. me no it was a no pleasure problem at all absolutely All right, we want to give a huge thank you and a big shout-out to Noah Picton of the University of Regina Rams for joining us on the Desert Tiger podcast here today. We were very thankful that he could take the time out of his busy schedule to make some time for us. 
And we were glad that you, the listener, were able to as well. Big thank you to you, whether you listen to on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, we are very thankful to have you. And we ask that you rate and review the show if you listen on iTunes, as it helps us reach a much bigger audience and allows us to continue bringing on a high quality of entertainers, performers, athletes, and musicians to the show. So please go over to our iTunes page and give us a five-star rating. That would help us out so much. We would also like to thank No King for sending us their song anyway, which we played at the beginning of the show today for our song of the day. If you enjoyed that, you can find the video for Anyway over on their Facebook page at No King The Band. You can also find them at Twitter and on Instagram at No King The Band as well. So go and give those guys a like and maybe give their song a spin. Alright, we're almost getting to the end of the Desert Tiger podcast for today. So once again, as always, I am your host, Colton Geschwantner. Once again, a big thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in, because we couldn't do it without you. And we gotta give you a quote of the day to send things off. You either get bitter, or you get better. It's that simple. You either take what has been dealt to you and allow it to make you a better person, or you allow it to tear you down. The choice does not belong to fate. It belongs to you. Have yourself a great Halloween, and I hope you enjoy yourselves. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for listening.